Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by your business name right here. Seriously, it could all be yours. And now, we kick it. Is a kiwi sexy? Why would a kiwi be sexy? Well, a banana is sexy. It's phallic in nature, so that's why you're asking about it. And yeah. some people, we had this explanation in this discussion on the show. There's no such thing as a, a good-looking unit, a male unit. So it's just a matter of how much she can tolerate. No, Matt said veiny, which then I asked, like, what What else do you describe in this world as veiny? Um, like, le- your arm legs, is veiny, but like you would arms, never describe legs. No, your- you would never use it from that standpoint. Are you into this whole Super Bowl thing? Nah. You grew up in San Francisco. You spent some time there. No. No, it's a it's a weird Ben was asking me about this earlier. It's a very weird thing and maybe you understand somewhat as a Cowboys fan. I got brought into this world in 82. So the Niners had 80, you had 82, you had 87, but you don't remember those. You had 89. No, but you were almost born into a dynasty. Right, but you do remember 96. Do, was it 94, 94. 94, 95. It's so weird with Super right. Bowls by the way. But you're, you're almost born into this dynasty that, like, I think maybe it's like that for Braves fans that are in their 20s now, that they kind of lived through that dynasty of the Braves. It's different in that... You just feel entitled to it. When your team gets it early, because I was, let's see if it's 92, 93, so I'm 12 years old when the Cowboys win their first one. With Aikman? With, Aik, with Aikman, Irvin, uh, and So you Emmett don't go Smith. back to Landry and all that? No, at, at that point... I would by the time that Landry was was being fired by the Cowboys, I was old. I was just starting. I'm three years older than you. I just started <laughs> watching football with my dad a little bit. And I remember he would watch stuff on Sundays. and I still remember the eighty five bears because my dad was in the living room watching the game, shaking his head because I think that team used the eighty four eighty five or uh, eighty five or eighty six bears beat the Cowboys like forty four to seven. And he just kept shaking his head like, this team is awful. And, and But I didn't know enough, and I wasn't like I was sitting down at six years old to watch football with him. But you're right. When when I'm seeing that at 12, 13, 15, I thought, I'm just born into this. This it's, is easy. It's an expected thing. Like, okay, since I was born in 82 with Georgia, I've never seen one. So all I've known is disappointment my entire life, and it kind of builds my fandom as a Giants fan, San Francisco, that is. They hadn't won one since 54. Like, and that was in New York. My dad never saw one. I had never seen one. It built my fandom up. Being a, quote, Niners fan, like, when you're born in a dynasty, you don't know any different, and you just kind of accept the glory days, and okay, we win titles, that's what we do. So this is going to be weird. Like, when they played the Ravens, I never felt like, okay, I'm a Niners fan, Niners fan, Niners fan. Then the game starts, I'm like, oh, God, I'm nervous again. You just figured. It, it's it's one of those <laughs> weird feelings. I'm back home and I'm playing in a big game. But I don't. I we five and zero. Oh, like that was the worst part. I, ben asked me and he's like, "Well, what what was bad about the Super Bowl loss to the Ravens?" I was like, "The worst part is we can't say we're now undefeated in Super Bowls. Now that's the only bad part." No, I, I get that. There, there's just something. Let me ask you this too, because I was pondering this while we've been doing the show. By the way, this is chapter seven. No, you skipped one. Six. Either that or you did one without me. Maybe it is. No, six. I didn't. I think I don't know. I'm, I'm keeping trying to keep track over on It'd the. Be computer. really funny if you did a podcast without me. Yeah, 
Like I don't remember that. I don't one. remember doing that one. Oh, that's the one I did while you were away. That's that's the, the I was in rehab. That's yeah. the time that you were gone and I cheated on you. I with, had polyps. Yeah, it t- took you away from me for twenty eight days. It was unfortunate. Do you feel like we should be at the Super Bowl? Because we were at the Super Bowl and we did our thing last year. And I, I've gotten to the point now. I've done it enough. I've, I've covered, I think, five or six of these things. I don't need to go. I don't need to be there. I, I know people are like Radio Row, and it's a, it's all these stations. It sucks. You know, Radio Row, and I was the work sucks. The, was, the evenings are okay. I was watching some interviews last night. Radio Row has more become podcasts. Quite and a, a bit. lot of podcasts, like whether it's or, or serious, but it's SB Nation, it's Barstool, it's a lot of podcasts and bigger names. And I think you're actually starting to see more radio stations kind of go away from it as well. And that was one so. thing I noticed watching it because we've done that. Like how many times can you interview Adam Sandler and Joe Montana? And it's a cool thing. I think more for the host than it is the listener. And, and that's, that's just me. Maybe it's, maybe it's cool to hear Jerome Bettis for the ninth time, come on a show. But when you have multiple radio Jerome here for Coyo tires, when you have multiple radio stations in your market, and and if you're flipping around from this one to that one to this one, you're hearing the same thing over and over again. And that's Neil the, O'Donnell for Gatorade. That's the best part about radio is every station's supposed to be differentiated by something, and for one week we're all doing the exact same damn formatic radio. I noticed that when we were at last year's when we were in Radio Row, and I. I Get it straight here. I know this sounds like elitist radio thing. You guys get to do this stuff. Trust me, it is so anticlimactic, uh, formulaic. It's boring. It, you're there and you're sitting around waiting to see when Heinz Ward's going to show up and he's going to be pimping whatever burger. Like last year, I, I went up to to the rep and I go, "Hey, can we get some time with Heinz? I got." You know, Buck and Kincaid over here. I got a national champion from Georgia. Heinz is loved. Whatever you're pimping, this is a great place. And he's like, oh, we, we have to go do Sirius. I'm like, Sirius, my ass. They don't care. Because you know what? The guy who's in who's listening in Pittsburgh, yeah, he's probably into Heinz. The guy who's listening in Seattle or Dallas or Houston doesn't give a shit about Heinz Ward. Atlanta? Yeah, going to care about Heinz Ward. So you, you work these things, and it's frustrating to deal with. Because you're, you're trying to explain to these marketing people, you're not doing a good job, and let me tell you why. But from the rep standpoint... They, they get to check off a box. Exactly. We, did, we did serious. And that's what I was going to say. They get they don't know who Buck Baloo is, and that's no shot at Buck. They just don't. Like Heinz would, but you don't ever talk to Heinz. You always talk to his handlers. Oh, he's to, got a D-head for a handler, too, man. Oh, it wasn't a female? No, no, no. It's a some. dude. He's got, he's got a do-boy that goes everywhere with him. And he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Now, there are some very good-looking women that, they, whether they bring them and whether the radio stations bring them to solicit the interviewer to come over. Yeah, come on over. Or it's the publicist for them. But, man, they I should have been in marketing or promotion. You would have you would have really done well. They all wear like their... Everybody's I'm, wearing their best... Know, their best Nice. It's not it's, trying to be no, slutty, but, but, but it's like no, a no, no. Classy... It's, it's, a, it's a classy business suit that they make sure they look hot in, <laughs> and everyone dresses the same way. And it's it, it's all these different agencies, and they come in from everywhere. Um, yeah, so it was fun last year. But I, the fact that it's in Miami, maybe that's the only reason why I've thought, man, it'd be really kind of cool if we were down there and doing it. But I don't miss anything about Radio Row and being down there, and everybody talks to the same group of people and. Everyone is waiting at the door for the next guy to come in to tell him, hey, I'm from so-and-so. Come sit at my table. Sit at my table. It's awful. The weirdest thing is, too, and 
last year was my first time to experience all this because obviously they don't let you know the board ops go on any of these trips. But going to the party, the media night party, and so I guess we'll kind of pull the curtain back. It was at the Georgia Aquarium last year, and it's every every media member goes because you're in a city you don't know, and hey, it's something to do on a Tuesday. Let's kick it. And the alcohol's free. Exactly. And it's so clicky. Like, it's just yes. like high school again. Yeah, it is. You've got your people from Sirius over here, ESPN over here, Fox Sports Radio over here, 680 over here, and you'll mingle every once in a while with someone you know. Like, I remember like looking over my shoulder, that's Clay Travis, but he's hanging out with his producer, his guy here, his two hosts that are on the show with him. It, it was, see, it's that, high school that, all over but again. But that was the part I enjoyed. That, and there's a lot of elitists, by the way, that look down on you like, I'm ESPN, oh, I'm Four Letter Network, I'm you, on radio. Are you local? Oh. I've never wanted to be national. I've had opportunities to go to ESPN. I, I've had the, hey, when are we going to get you over here? I've never wanted to do that, in part because we get to do radio the way we want. And that's always been very empowering to me. You ever heard a fart drop on ESPN radio? You ever heard anybody say, oh, is he related to Mike Hunt? Nobody ever says that on ESPN radio. You know why? Because it would never be allowed. Yet we get to do that in local radio and, and give you a different kind of, of show and entertainment and brand. And that that's why I do enjoy walking around and meeting a bunch of those people and talking with them quite a bit. But you're right. There is this this click of, well, I'm I'm on in... 14 markets. It's like on like Sundays from 3 to 5 a.m. I ain't that impressed, dude. Like, it's cool. Why don't you just have a drink and let's hang out? It, it's it's, it's kind of how that goes. It's high school. It is. It's a little again. bit high schoolish. But then we're doing the same thing, too. What do you think happens at oh, SEC no. Media Days? I'm judging. I'm people watching yeah. and judging every single person. And we're in our little clique, and we're talking so much shit about the other people across. The Man of Steel. We're talking about him. <laughs> we're looking over, and we're because you know, everyone has their table with their mic flags and all their information. And, and Hoyt and I, and I know even Chuck will do it, too. You kind of glance over, and you're like, oh, look, Brian College Station is here from Texas. Huntsville? Seriously? Huntsville Sports Leader. That's great. You don't even have an FM station? Yeah. We do that, too, to a certain extent at SEC Media Days. When when, (laughs) when it's back here in Atlanta, you know we're going to be down there and doing that. We'll be very judgmental with being those guys. By the way, I I did want to bring this up in the opening segment as this is Los and Hoyt, and we're doing our podcast chapter whatever at this point. It's a podcast. I don't think you have to reset. No, I'm just like saying people know what they're listening to. Listen, these some of these problems that I have, I just can't get rid of them. <laughs> just can't turn my brain off to how we normally broadcast I hate and do our your things. radio formatics you have. I know, I have to do it. What do you think are the other Back in here with Lawson Hoyt? You, we are going to be out Saturday uh at the Atlanta Gladiators game. So we're going to be heading out to Gwinnett, going to be doing the thing. They're going to be chucking pucks at you, which you didn't get to do this last no, year, No, I the didn't. Way. I, I was out of town, or we had something going on where I wasn't around to be able to do it. Pretty sure your house got hit by a hurricane. That did happen in, in October of 2018. It kind of ruined all of 18 and 19 for me, so that was fun. Just blame uh, everything on that at this point. Hurricane like, why Michael. Why didn't you pay your Damn taxes? Damn you, Michael! <laughs> yeah, that, that scene in Forrest Gump where he's like, you can't sink this boat. No, trust me, big enough storm will pretty much wreck anything in its path. I'll show you the pictures if you want to see them. What do you think is the biggest misconception about some of the guys at the station? Because we'll be out and about. We're going to say hi to whoever comes over to the table. We'll drink a beer with you. But I'm curious to see how Matt and Chuck will react to this sort of stuff. So you didn't get to see it. I was actually proud of both the boys last year. They were good? Chuck turned it on. Okay. Matt. I know Matt can turn it on somewhere even though he hates to. When, When you bring your baby up to get it autographed or whatever, he hates doing it. But Matt can do it. 
Chuck can be awkward, as we've all seen. <laughs> can be. There's a part of me that thinks this weight loss has changed him. Like, he likes being out, even though he's going to deny it. Like, look at me so. now. I'm down... I was going to say 100 pounds. It's a lot more it's, than that. It's probably. probably, I was about to say, it's not even a first grader at this point. It's probably like a fourth or fifth grader. I think he kind of gets off on, look at me now. Oh, good. Look at me good now. And it, you got to earn that. He's done a really good job, though, of, at least when we were there, of talking to people. He's not going to talk to you long, but hey, I'm Chuck Oliver. It's nice to meet you. By the time it becomes your turn to talk for the second time to Chuck, he's tuned out. What I want. He does not care. Is someone to bring their high school yearbook. And bring it up to him and show him pictures of when you were playing football. <laughs> Tell him about your biggest injury. Tell him about the time you won state. That's I want somebody to out there. To get him in a verbal, verbal CFB headlock, a basically. A verbal headlock where he cannot get out. And Hoyt and I, if you do this, we'll find a prize for you. You know what it is? It's the Chuck Oliver Rodeo. How long can you ride Chuck Oliver for? And I'll keep a timer on it if you look at me and kind of give me the knowing <laughs> nod like I'm going in for the for the Chuck Oliver Rodeo. So they will line us up, by the way, from... Be the Chodeo. Did you say Chode? No, I said Chodeo. Like Chuck and Rodeo put together as a Chodeo. If you give me the signal, I will, I will put my timer on and see how long you last. By the way, Chode, that's wider than it is longer? I don't know, really. Pretty sure that's what it is. Pretty sure that's not the medical term either. You're just making (laughs) stuff up from what you remember from eighth grade. Anyways, back to what we were talking about. So they will line us up from least important to most important. So I'm the first one in line. And then it went last year. It went Matt and then it went Chuck. So most likely, no offense, it's probably going to go me, then you, Mm -hmm. then Matt, then Chuck. So we can kind of lay the groundwork because we'll talk to the... People that are coming up requesting to, to the, speak to us and shake our hands. They'll have a lot up. more fun with you and I, and then it's like the trail of tears begins. <laughs> it's like you realize, like, man, you get those malaria. two were fun. Then you show up with Matt and Chuck, and you realize them dudes are socially awkward. But that's cool. It's, in the, it's our own social awkwardness. Your thoughts on the Chuck-a-Puck, which, by the way, to the announcer of the Gladiators, last year he announced me as Chuck. Like, I'm getting this, <laughs> whether you want to call it an ovation or not, and now, get your pucks ready to sling, to sling them over at Chuck Oliver from 6A to the family. Actually, no, it's... No? It's like, could you imagine Chuck being out there, by the way? No. That would just... It'd be too much for him. He, he gets a little bit of anxiety in big social situations. So, you don't have that problem. I don't have that problem. I didn't realize the arms, these people... And, by the way, the bucket is on my head. Like, yes. it's strapped to my head. You've got a chin strap holding it in place. No, it's not a chin strap. They didn't have a chin strap, so they just used electrical tape oh, around the bucket. Never mind. It looked completely different when no, I saw the video. not a chin strap. It's just electrical <laughs> tape that goes around my chin. And so, they're not throwing pucks at me. Like, the goal is to get a headshot and to get it inside the bucket on top of my head. Which I'm kind of cool with. It was fun. Uh, you look like you had a good time with it, and you what don't, are you you don't to have do? an issue with these sort of things. People You're fine are with it. Throwing shit at you, like what am I supposed to do? Not embrace it? Like, okay, you want to know the absolute best heel turn? If I ran away from everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just ra- you just snake your way around the place. <laughs> just quickly just ran wipe, out. Like, because you know at that point, look at him how he's running. I gotta earn this. Like. The court jester, where they, they're supposed to throw fruit at the court jester. Like, he's supposed to sit there and kind and of antagonize it. the crowd and right. take it. And so that's what I do. All right. Well, that's going to be Saturday. So if you're listening to this podcast before Saturday... If you're you listening can, on Monday, you're out of luck. You're out of luck. It would have already have happened. But if you're listening before then, come on out. It's going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. We're going to do a little 
little dinner beforehand, and then we'll do that, and then we'll go out afterwards. We're going to do a little drinking. Oh, yeah. by the way, I got Matt to drive. Oh, you scored a major victory then. No, I asked him, I go, yeah. you want to ride together? Yeah. He goes, Cap- Captain One Sip. He goes, why not? And I go, cool, I got a DD. Yeah, you do. Captain One Sip will get his beer and just, he'll take a sip and he'll just sit there and hold it until it gets to about room temperature and then he'll buy another one, one sip it, let it go to room temperature. It's his thing, you'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't all know right. if you could hear that. When, uh, all right, when we get back. We're going to go to a classic audio fun bag moment. We're going to talk about Georgia being number one in this deal. And also, my diet is an issue with Hoyt. We'll talk about it next. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. So if you've ever seen Step Brothers, you know that there's that scene where the the woman who's interviewing, uh, interviewing them and they're confused whether her name is Pam or Pan. Apparently, this one word Buck struggled with on this read. Join the Atlanta Track Club and the Atlanta Braves for the Braves Country 5K on Saturday the 20th at Turner Field. And all 5K entrees, uh, entries come with a ticket to that night's game against the Mets. You don't know. It could have been a nice fish. It could have it Salisbury steak, maybe? It could have been a veal. You don't know. See, that's where you guys are picking up. Let me hear it again. I think there's, there's obvious here there's a Parmesan or something. Join the Atlanta Track Club and the Atlanta Braves for the Braves Country 5K on Saturday the 20th at Turner Field. And all 5K entrees, uh, entries come with a ticket to that (laughs) night's game against the Mets. Does that entry come with a couple of sides? It could. You could have a nice potato. Is it a dessert maybe included? Something rotten. You don't know. There could be a couple of entrees in the 5K. Buck should be off limits. How many noises could I make without you hearing them? Like, can you hear this one? Yeah. You can hear that. Yes, I can hear all of it. <laughs> yep, heard that too. You do realize you're speaking into a microphone, I right? I know, but there's got to be a level of, of volume that I can do without you hearing it. No, you don't understand. <laughs> the o- I heard that too. <laughs> that the, o- too the only way that you can get it past me is you have to do it at a certain high pitch. You're doing it way too low. You have... <laughs> no. No, it's not possible. Welcome back. This is the uh, Audio Fun Bag podcast with Lowson Hoyt as Hoyt continues to try and make noises that he doesn't think I'll hear, which I hear. You realize like if dogs a hear a certain sp- high pitch. We, it has to be a certain pitch for us as humans not to hear it, and you're not capable of doing that. No, it's just you can't smell anything. Right. So your hearing is that much more sensitive, and yes. you hear everything. I'm pretty sure like when I play this back on the podcast, I won't be able to hear the... I think no, you'll be pretty surprised. You're going to hear all of them. Every <laughs> single one of them. You will hear it and go, man, I'm really not as high-pitched or quiet as I thought I was. Yeah, now you're a dolphin. So you got that going for you. We'll talk about Georgia and being at number one. And you talk about rich man's problems for them as we get a little bit sportsy. But I want to bring this up because I, I talked about this last night on Twitter. And I was waiting because I was kind of excited about it. So I went to the doctor and had a very... Uh, old man kind of situation. Yeah, I was about to say, let's put this in perspective. You yes. just said you were excited about this. I was excited about this. Of getting your results. So I went and had you know regular checkup. And, and keep in mind, this was after Nerney's wedding, which what did we do for Sean Nerney's wedding? We drank. drank a we lot, drank a lot. A lot. I mean, it was full go, liquor, shots, everything. Well, it was the only way to keep warm. Right. Oh, we drank a lot there. wedding in like November or December. But we also, when we got back to the hotel. 
oh, we, 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 went, we went back to the bar. Yep. And we, we got after it again. With that in mind, I come over and I do the Sunday show over at Irby's Tavern. Had a few drinks there. Headed home, watched the NFL game. Had some more drinks. Got up Monday morning. And I'm the alcoholic. And they, hey, you've got your your physical. I show up, get my results, and you know the doctor then gets me back in there. He's like, "Listen, um, your liver count was really high." Oh, was, was your liver count? So there was that, right? Oh, okay. But but that was explainable when I said, "Well, I just did a wedding, and we put away." And he goes, "Oh, because I'd never had it anywhere near that." Like, I didn't it, even know they could do a liver count. Yeah, but his bigger concern was your cholesterol is three ten. I'm telling you, you just ate like a burger before you went in there or something. I w- I'd been fasting for 12 hours. Yeah, it was 310. So I decided I would, I started reading. We, we would be doing the show and we'd have like our 2.30 break on Wednesdays. I would jump on and start reading through some stuff. And I decided to do the whole plant-based deal and just say, okay, I'm, I'm cutting out uh, animal fats essentially from, from my diet for a couple of weeks and see what happens. I then went back and got the next blood test. And my cholesterol had fallen to 156 after 15 days. And so I bring all this stuff up with you because I've been kind of being like, hey, take a look at this dinner. Hey, look at this. Look at Because you're like quietly on a health kick, but you won't actually say that you're on a health kick. And that bothers me a it, little bit. It looks, it looks good. It's good. I want my meats. I get it. And I want my dairy. I get it. I want my milk and my cheese and all my other stuff, dog. I'm, I'm not... L- Cold turkeying this thing. I just realized that I I can't. Do you realize I was eating like a ham and egg burrito for breakfast, which is is totally cool, totally fine. Everything was good there. Then I'd have like the smoked wings for lunch, which was the healthier option from that standpoint. And then something for dinner. And my calorie counts were always like eighteen hundred. Like they weren't outrageous. wasn't putting on weight. Still working out and everything else. But internally, it was messing with me because apparently my body has decided at this point, dude. Can you at least like mix in some fruits and vegetables? Maybe a, maybe once or twice. Did you not put in fruits and vegetables though? Like like, don't get me wrong. I am not the specimen of of just flawlessness right here when it comes to eating. But we have broccoli with dinner. We always have a vegetable. I always have a fruit during yeah. the day. Like I really did grow up with the table of you have your protein on the plate. You have your vegetable on the plate. You have your other vegetable on the plate. You have your bread on the plate. That's you remember the little chart they gave you like in middle school? That's how I always thought it was supposed to be. Now, I might have three or four of those plates, but I still like... <laughs> this is not enough for Hoyt. <laughs> it's not. It's amazing. My wife gives me so much shit. She's this like, quinoa sucks. I'm like, I'm still hungry. She's like, maybe it's just your mind. I'm like, maybe you should stop judging me and let me have some Captain Crunch. Yeah, that's not the best way to go about it. But so for me, I'm not preaching to you or anything else like that. I know it helped me from a cardiovascular standpoint. And that's pretty cool. Uh, I have to go back for another quick screening because he wants to just go like, all right, uh, l- he was considering putting me on, on medication. Now he's like, you're good dog. Yeah. I, so that's what, that's what I want. I just don't want to have to take anything. If this is an intervention, I'll, End the podcast right now. No, it's not. No, like, I, we won't do this segment way. three. Your, your wife is not going to come through this door <laughs> with like a kale cake, and you have to eat the kale cake, and somebody brings an impossible burger for you. You know what I like, by the way? What's that? Arugula. Big fan of arugula. I don't know why. Like you throw some like oil and vinegar on that thing. I can eat the hell out of so. They have these things at Publix. It, it looks like a pound of arugula. I can eat the entire thing. Problem is, I'm not full. 
Like I eat a lot of broccoli and asparagus and artichokes and things like that. Never fills me up, you've but it's get, yummy. You've got to get the right mix of things. No. Yeah, like I just got to keep eating until I'm, <laughs> I'm not bored. Till I'm not bored. See, you don't understand. I'm bored until I'm not. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. Once, once I'm full, I'm no longer bored. My excitement goes off the charts. She'll see me in the pantry and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm hungry. She goes, you're not. You're bored. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I know the fucking difference between being bored and hungry. I, I eat because there's no video games. <laughs> if only football was on, I wouldn't if, eat. If only Georgia was playing. But instead, you're watching The Bachelor, and so I'm hungry. Again. I will tell you the one good news of all this, and, and I, I had I had people ask me about this. That doesn't make sense. You're bored, so you're eating. They would say, "Does does that mean you stop like drinking?" I go, "Oh no, no, absolutely not. No, because those are hops. Yeah, that's a plan. It's totally fine. It's totally cool. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll I'm going to reintroduce meat back probably after next weekend. After, mm. Probably after the next test is next Friday. But it has been really I. I I feel really good. It's kind of cool. You realize this is why Catholics have Lent. No, I, I get that there's a reason why. I'm just saying like that... You could I, have I, done this for Jesus if you wanted to. I guess I could just claim it. Can that, I back claim that, it? No, you can't. It has to be over Lent. 15 days I gave it to you, Jesus, that I didn't touch nope. any meat. He doesn't He doesn't accept that. And by the way, I'm. here's the other thing, too. Like We have our friend, Bo Morgan, who works down the street, right? Never heard of him. Bo... When I brought it up, like, hey, my cholesterol is really high. It was when we went to, to dinner over at Yard House. Did you see the look he gave me when I ordered a zucchini pasta with, with, with plant-based meatballs? But you know Bo. Yes. Like, Bo is as... Love you, Bo. He's not listening. Uh, he's as... Oh, he's not allowed to. Like they, they would, as, they would terminate his employment. He's as close-minded and neck as you can be. Like, <laughs> but I love you. You know, well, I didn't. I, did, I started off by saying I love you, so that I can say exactly what I want to. That's what we do to Zeno when we say thank you for your service. <laughs> there are certain people, like my stepfather, is one of them. That this is the way life is supposed to be. You're a man. You're supposed to have a job. You're supposed to work twelve hours a day, and you're supposed to eat meat. And you will never change my mind. And we'll listen to country music, and we'll have a beer, and then we'll go to sleep and do the same thing tomorrow. He rolls his eyes so hard at I me know, right now. I get it. I I do get some. I think you just eat what you want to eat. Like I'm not like Bo. Like you're eating a sissy food. No, if you want to eat some <laughs> is, salmon today, like I had, is that is that your sissy food? I had. Tuna or ahi? What is it when it's not cooked? Ahi, mahi, mahi, well, you have, you whatever. Have ahi tuna. Okay, I had ahi tuna. Like, you can eat something healthier, but it shouldn't be every day for fourteen straight days. That's just weird. It's dude. been really kind of cool. Just weird, I'm, I'm dude. gonna keep rolling with it for a little while. And by, I'm not doing this for the. No, you. I, are. I know some people who do the like. I'm trying to save the environment. I'm like, no, eat all the meat you want. Buck even said it around me. Well, what if I fried some meat around you? I'm like, I'd probably want to eat it, but I wouldn't. I don't care. I. I I made uh, I made pork chops the other day because my kids wanted pork chops. I got out the Traeger. I made pork chops, and I just decided I'm going to eat something different. I made all the food for a sleepover party. We had a taco bar that we set up, and so I made all of the ground beef and the the, the flank steak and the chicken, and I just went, okay, but I'm just not partaking in this So right you're now. not like someone trying to quit smoking. You can't not hang out with the smokers no, anymore. No, of course like, not. I have to remove yeah. myself from you guys. All the, like when I used to use drugs... We would have people that would quit using drugs. They couldn't hang out with us anymore. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're going to relapse? We're going to go and have dinner Saturday night, and we'll go somewhere that's probably going to have a whole lot of steak options. And, and you're going like to relapse, and you're going to be right back up to 310. And I'll be like, oh, my God, let me have that <laughs> You're going right to keel now. over. No, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll pick something different. 
Now the following Saturday, once I'm clear of that that next test, oh, you can guarantee like that's going to be like I'm going to get the tomahawk porterhouse. Like I'm going to get all sorts of crazy stuff. Have you noticed anything different? All right, multiple phases. Have you noticed anything different with your energy? Yeah, is that there's, changed? There's more. It's gone up. It's down. gone up. Yeah, that that's that's gone up. Um, Sexual drive. Yeah. Uh, you have more I, erections or less? You think probably more. More erections. Um, yeah, it, I just I just feel different. It, it you feel a little cleaner, I guess. Bowel movements. Uh, more often, that part has been been pretty. That's a, a probably pretty alerting when you first start this that you will use the restroom like you haven't before. Piss smell? Uh, Change? You're Could, asking me questions about smells. Oh, good call. I have no sense of smell. Ga- uh, this is different than bowel movements. Gassier? Uh, very gassy, yeah. Uh, does your stomach feel okay? Totally fine. Okay. Yeah. So I know what y'all are doing, and and I, I know that you, you keep quietly bringing in neat salads and fishes and stuff like that. I'm just telling you that... No, it, it, I've been in sales talking to them about getting rid of your Traeger and Omaha endorsement, and I'll take them. You were a son of a bitch. <laughs> I was... You know what? That's the other thing, too. I'm sitting Hey, Lowe's here for Omaha Steaks! <laughs> that's the thing, too. I started thinking to myself... <laughs> How I ate, else I, can you sabotage I, your sales right now? I ate Omaha Steak products... I think for like seven days straight at one point where it was, it was, hey, let me get out the pork chops and the potatoes au gratin and, and the bacon wrapped uh, fillets. I had all of it. All I'm saying ultimately is I just can't do it all the time. That's what I've realized. I can't eat it all the time without it affecting me for some reason. Omaha's new tagline. If you want 310 cholesterol, you are a son of a bitch. <laughs> eat our steak. That is not the case of how that works. Yeah. Now, now I got to move this along so you don't cost me more endorsements. <sighs> you want to talk so, about your heating and air company? No, let's talk about Georgia. All right. Because now G- you've, you've, Georgia, you've dangled the oh, keys oh. in front of me. Oh, look, look. Oh, it's a shiny thing. Let's okay. go over there. Quickly, I'm over here. Do you realize how it is incredibly rich man situation that you get to decide when it comes to the number one running back in the country, Zach Evans out of Texas? Yeah, Zach, we're, we're, we're actually not going to turn in this letter of intent. And then you kind of circle back around and say, well, if you kind of straighten some stuff out, we'll talk to you. But it's still on us. That is the craziness. And now, as of as of today, 24-7 does have Georgia as the number one recruiting class again in the country. Which, to, to backtrack things, <coughs> Clemson was not supposed to be caught by anybody. Clemson no. was supposed to put up one of the mo- more ridiculous... They, they should have been a top five class of all time. And that's not a knock on Clemson. It's just some of it might be a Georgia-Bama bump, which a bump is... We re-rank these kids every month, every month headed into signing day, and sometimes you might see an extra star go by a kid's name because he's with Bama now or he's with Georgia. And, Th- and that and, happened and, with Jake Fromm. And and that happens from time to time. So maybe some of it's a bump and Clemson's not getting the benefit of the doubt, but Georgia caught them. And before anybody says it, because the first, well, what have you won? You haven't won anything since 1980. Okay, I get it. I can't, all, I can't do factual. anything now. Games aren't being played right now. I can't do anything. If I told you, though... You can have the best talent in the country or the 10th best talent in the country or the 50th best. Which one are you taking I, I to build the team? I want the best talent in the country because more times than not, my co- my coach can make more mistakes and still win football games. Now, with the Zach Evans situation, it, uh, apparently it appeared he wanted to be an early early enrollee. Kirby reached out, hey, you got to get some academic things in order. you got to get some school things in order. <coughs> and was told they would be in order. And then they weren't. And Kirby basically said... 
I'm not putting up with this anymore. Like you, you don't lie to me. Right. You, you've you've got a history. Don't lie to me on yeah, this. He stuff. can't afford because of his history in school to be that guy who is not living up or taking care of his business. And this could have been as simple as I didn't pass a test, or I didn't get my homework in time, or I didn't get ahead on my classes. It, it could be that simple. But when you're talking about a guy with a history of him, you you don't want to take those risks. Now, Kirby obviously started flirting with him again, and. It's a very weird position with Zach that I'm not. I don't know. There's an answer. Like I asked you today earlier, if you're Kirby, would you take him? Because he is the number one now. He's he's dropped down to number two, but he's the number two overall running back in the country. He wants to come here. He obviously wants to be a part of Georgia. What do you do with him? And the thing is, you're darned if you do and damned if you don't. It was the same thing with Justin Fields. Like maybe you didn't need a quarterback at the time. But if you let Trevor Lawrence walk out of the state of Georgia as the number one overall quarterback, can't happen. And then you let the number two overall quarterback walk out of the state of Georgia as well. Let's say Zach gets his life turned around, or let's say he gets things fixed and he goes to Tennessee. In two or three years, you're going to hear whether it's random people at the coffee shop or it's Kincaid on the air. Why don't you have Zach Evans? Why did you let him get away from you? You had this guy. Or it's the flip side. What if he gets into trouble and it's on your watch at Georgia? You knew you were bringing in trouble. Why would you bring in a kid with this kind of personality and blah blah blah? It's a hell of a it's a hell of a situation for Kirby to finally figure out. And based off of Georgia bringing in another running back, I don't see them bringing in three. I think it's the end of Zach. And when you consider that they are now the number one class in the country, again, rich man's problems. They it can is. they can look at it and say this this isn't going to work for us. We, we cannot move forward with you. Best of luck if, if you end up, but I still think there's a possibility. I know. That, and I, and that's, the, that's the weirdest part about it where it is, show us that we can trust you to do this moving forward with you. Because if you can't, it's not like they're hurting. The difference <laughs> is when you were recruiting around 10th or 8th or 12th with Mark Oh, you bend over backwards for this kid. Absolutely. It was Isaiah Crowell, and, and he was your linchpin. He's what held you at 8th or 10th or 12th. You needed him to not drop three or four or five spots. I can go either way with you. I'm, I'm still going to be sitting in the top three. The overall number you want is over 300, and Georgia's sitting at 312, I believe, right now. And that's without Zach. So I, I can go either way with you. My gut tells me he's not going to risk it. Um, but we'll we'll find out come signing day part two. This is going to be another one of those times when they do the, the blue chip index. Georgia is going to be right there with Ohio State and Alabama we're 80 to 85% of the roster is now four and five star. So it's it's a completely different level that they're playing at. All right, when we come back, Hoyt is promising me lots of fun. Well, no, you you just got segment three written as Hoyt. That's what we'll do when we're back. Way to sell it. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. Something that Sandra actually called... The steak mini stroke. This was the first time that it occurred. So Dan Quinn can only interview somewhere where he already has. Here, and by the in way, Atlanta. yeah, and the other the other jobs are already taken. So Dan Quinn will have a very brief, uh, you know, it, it'll be a, a very un. Uh, oh, oh, it, help him. We're Sandra. what? <laughs> it, it will be Somebody not a, a, a big cut a break. Uh, cut a break. You know. Distraction for Dan Quinn. He's got one interview. Right. So there's no disruption there, is what I was trying to say. I had a momentary laugh. You had a little stroke. I had a mini stroke. It's a mini stroke Friday. I always enjoy those. 
back. It's the audio fun bag with Hoyt and Lowe's. We're finishing up the podcast for this evening. And we have now reached the point in the show that is my favorite, where I was told earlier on in the day, let me reenact. Let me take us back. What, what's that noise that we do? We Hey, Hoyt, what do you want to talk about in the podcast? Just write down Hoyt. I'll figure it out later. And that was it. You just said, just write down Hoyt. So what does it say right there on my podcast show sheet? It says Hoyt. Hoyt. That's all I wrote. So we've got a couple more minutes, and so I figured I'd kind of leave it up to you and see. Now, if you go like some grotesque, weird, whatever thing, I'm, I'm sorry. Then we'll just have to end the podcast. But here's your opportunity to sing your song or tell me about your chandeliers, because that's another thing that you haven't sh- told the audience. If there's a misconception about you, is that, yes, when you are at work, in the public, you are every man. When you get home, you are not. You are Miss Homemaker, want to design everything pretty, all we, of those we things. We can do chandelier talk in a second. First, I wanted to talk about how your, I guess, parents, your parents' difficult situation with finances when you were younger. I don't know what you're talking about yes, from you the do. standpoint. You're laughing because you, you, have, you were You poor. have built this into so, some sort of, oh, your parents were this. I wanted to get into, Disney is remaking the Mighty Ducks, and right. Emilio Estevez has now signed on. To do 10 episodes, it's going to be a TV show. Emilio Estevez has signed on. Or is this Disney Plus? Yeah. Okay, that's, that makes sense. And he has signed on now to be Coach Bombay. Gordon Bombay. Oh, so you do know that. So the backstory is Los has never seen, you've never seen any of the Mighty Ducks? And never, never complete, like, watch it all the way through, ever. I've seen the the end of end of movie scenes where, oh, here's the flying V and they win. and all Like, I know that stuff. Yeah, Charlie has the puck with the flying V. And but never did I sit through and watch one from start to finish. Well, they go, they actually go into overtime and Charlie makes the goal that Emilio never did, but that's... Well, way to, way to ruin it for me. Neither here... You've had 30 years! <laughs> Spoiler alert, dude. Titanic sinks. Um... How have you never like what other movies have you not watched? Because you were you were a movie savant. It, it like, was all get, around Disney, you, really was. Really? Yeah. Uh, so and this is where I, I when you do the whole, oh, your parents were poor. No, it, my parents were one okay. of the okay. We were one of the very first people Let it go. that actually legitimately had cable. So when we were growing up, <clears throat> small town, Texas, because I, I was born in San Antonio. We moved to Uvalde for like two years, and that's small town, south of town, but we were one of the the People on the street that were well-to-do where we had cable. And then we moved to San Antonio. Well, then you get a bigger cable package. And so we had cable. We're stealing it. No, we had cable. <laughs> so the fun part was that I would tend to watch. That's where my parents were very much into the, we both work full-time jobs. We're in corporate America. Hey, whatever he finds on TV is fine. And there's, you know, there's no Disney channel at this point. It's Saturday morning cartoons or whatever you find. So I saw... All of the craziest movies. Like, I saw Aliens like a year and a half or two after it came out. I would watch the California Bulls on First and Ten on, on HBO, Dream On on HBO, which was incredibly sexual for like a 11 year old, 10 year old to be watching. See, but that's where I call BS because everything I watched was H- HBO was so good, especially during the summers for those random movies. That people are like, well, how do you know what Red Dawn is, Hoyt? Yeah, I've seen, you, I've, it would either come on HBO or TBS, like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, TBS or, during or, the summer. What was the one with the guy with the? He had two ferrets. B 
Beastmaster. Beastmaster, yeah. Beastmaster would always come on. And so that's why I don't understand how you never stumbled onto Mighty Ducks once during a summer vacation that you could watch the Mighty Ducks. I never did. Goalie the Goldberg. We, I remember when I was probably like 11 or 12 years old, we did the... Did you see uh, Goldberg, by the way, what happened? Oh, yeah, he's, he's in rough shape. Meth will f- you up. Yeah, that's that's pretty strong. For the from that children standpoint. listening out there, as I time check to see where I've got to beep your cursing. Um, this is what I keep going back to. When we had like a summer uh, a summer night out, we had convinced my mom, let us go to two different movies. You know, these movies that are running at the same time in the theater, we want to go see both of them. Can we can we do a full night? So go out like at five o'clock, watch two movies. Did you pay for both of them? Yes, of course. Oh. The two movies that we asked to watch and that we did, did watch that night as Again, 12-year-olds was uh, Independence Day, okay. the original one, and Terminator 2. So I'm, I wasn't sitting back saying, take me to a Disney movie. I, I didn't get into Disney until I had kids. I really did not follow any of that stuff. I, I Little Mermaid. I know almost every word to Gleaming the Cube. Robin Hood the cartoon. Do you know Gleaming the Cube? I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you know... I know Cuber. Cuber? Do you, do you know Cuber? Heathers? Heathers, no. Back when Christian Slater was all, all you know, uh, teenage your, movies. What you're telling me is you're like Chuck. Like you watched adult movies, movies when you as were a, kid. a child. Right. I totally missed the kid stuff. I did. There's a part of your life that's yeah. missing. No, there is. And, and, and I've now seen that stuff with my little girls because I never saw it as a kid. I saw Lion King once, and that was because I was in school and saw it. <laughs> when they wheeled in the VHS and the... But, TV on but top I can of I it. can tell you the tactics in Red Dawn. I can I can tell you about war games. Well, I, I can know tell war you, games. You, but that's did you ever see the the movie with Jonathan Lithgow where he works at a, a nuclear facility and his his stepson steals plutonium and accidentally builds an atomic bomb? No. Yeah. So these are the movies that I know. These are the things that I saw. Like Weird Science, saw that pretty early on. No Weird Science. Uh, what was the one? Oh, Iron Eagle. We're both Iron yeah, Eagle. Yeah, Iron fans, Eagle. Right? Yeah, of course. I, you can't. I mean, when Chappie goes, that hurts. That's a tough one. No, he actually doesn't he go. He doesn't but, go. But, I, but spo- when he's listening on the. We spoiler it again. This is tomorrow's worst idea, by the way. What, like, Chappie? No. <laughs> How would that be a worst idea? I don't know. Louis Gossett Jr. <laughs> discuss. <Movies>. Go. <laughs> Uh, no, that should be a worst idea tomorrow. Like, what HBO, what movie did TBS give you that you would have never watched? Because, like, mine is Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Always came on. Iron Eagle. Always came. Never say die. Iron Eagle. Did you ever see Kroll? No, I don't know Kroll. Okay, Kroll has a guy who has, and he, he's got a very porn star-like beard, and his, his lady is taken away by this evil entity. Okay. And so he has to secure the Kroll to fight the evil beast and what it looks like is like a giant throwing star that has blades that pop out of it. And so it's what? a it's a mythical weapon that he has to use to fight and get his lady back. Kroll. K R U L L. That's such a TBS movie. Yes, exactly. Like with commercials in it and everything. Like you know how FX gives you movies now without the commercials? No. You've got to get every commercial and that Seinfeld and Friends are coming up at 735. Did you ever see Nothing But Trouble? Yes, I saw Nothing But Trouble. That's a terrible movie. Yes. And remember, TBS was was very much into the any which way but loose, Smokey and the Bandit, <laughs> Bandit 2, all those movies I saw as a kid. Because of, again, HBO, TBS, all those things. I, I totally miss Disney. I, I've yet to ever sit through and watch all of Aladdin. 
Do you not know how it ends? I do know how it ends because I've now seen the live action and the animated one. But as a kid, his final I kn- wish. I know. I know. For Genie to be free. Yes, it's his friend. Um, yeah, I've, I've never, I'd never seen it until a couple of years ago. Which Genie do you know, by the way? Will the Smith? original? No. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I know the Will Smith version. Okay. But Robin, uh, Williams. Robin Williams was the one that I I knew once from, from watching the movie. Gilbert Godfrey as uh, the as, bird. Yeah. Yeah. Not Jafar. Jafar was a bad guy. Yeah. Whatever the other character is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's how it goes. So see, we we've. Your segment worked out very well. We didn't even get to chandelier talk. No, we'll save that for for the next I'm one. I'm gonna swing from the chandelier. He's a songbird. I Did tell you. Did you hear that? Yes. But that all, wasn't high enough. All of it. From all of chandelier. it. All right, that's gonna do it for us. He's Hoyt, the songbird. I'm Los. I, I was supposed to say to like us and to oh, rate us, well, but, but nobody I did. Meant, I forgot. I, I forgot meant to do that at the front of the podcast because nobody makes it this far. Well, let's start over. All right, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs>